and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. First one for this week. Glad you're with us. We've got a lot of ground to cover, and we probably won't cover much of it. <laughs> but we'll try. Um, can you can you share with me mm-hmm. the text that you got just moments before oh. we began this particular Brad and Britcast? If uh, if you're watching us, you'll be able to see it. Either way, we will read it so that uh, folks without the benefit of visual, it says, and it's from Don Jr. It says, do you want a trip to Mar-a-Lago? You may even meet my father. And of course, it's cap. Then it's capitalized. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Enter before it's too late. And then it's got a, a thing to click on. I, uh, I don't know what you did, Britt, <laughs> to be that special. I know. To, to get that kind of stuff, I know, in, in, in your in your text thread. But I was all, I was also selected to be part of the National Geographic Society. That's different. <laughs> this, that's nothing. That's easy. This this is is special. I would respond quickly, but I think it's fair to ask. So, uh, who else will be at the dinner? Don't you want to know who else? If you go to Mar-a-Lago, you might just look around and find a couple of top secret or classified documents, too. It's the beauty of it. I I signed up for the uh, uh, Donald Trump updates a few months ago when he was coming to Wilmington. And then they just come in and they're trying to sell you tons of bullshit, Uh, you know, aprons for your kitchen. I mean, they're just, it's just an amazing amount of Christmas cards and ornaments and just bullshit that they always like, oh, it's great. I. I know that they think they have a, a self-effacing sense of humor, but of course they, they really don't. Uh, but if I guess you don't have to be them to sell, I would be selling, you know, when you go to, to home Depot or, or Lowe's, those are great places to buy cardboard moving boxes. They have all different sizes, right? Yeah. I would, if I were Trump, I would put, you know, top secret documents, <laughs> on the sides, you know, and, and have it printed correctly, you know, appropriately. I think, again, uh, not that funny, really, but I kind of like it. No, it's a classic conservative sense of humor that's always hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's really it would be really funny stuff for you to have in your own, <laughs> or you could sell fake fake Hunter Biden laptops. It'd be, it'd be so funny. Well, you could just get a, a a bumper stick or something that you stick on the the outside of the, the case, like people have on the outside of their, their cases. Do you know what I'm getting shit for now? Speaking of bumper stickers, I ordered this from Amazon. <laughs> you know, my car is a manual transmission. I drive a stick now, and I have for nearly a year. Right. I have a sticker on my car that says they can't steal what they can't drive, and it's got the shift pattern on it. Yeah, that's great. My girlfriend is now accusing me of being, it's like an old boomer. She, she, she wants to put OK Boomer underneath <laughs> that bumper stick i i don't think that's a that's a generational or a boomer thing at all i don't either i i I really don't because stick shifts have have decreased forever i mean since i've been driving i've been driving longer than you have and and not that many people had them when i started driving so i think among passengers i think you i think you stick with that because that that does seem to be like a bumper sticker you can have in your car yeah and not get threatened 
with your life by somebody because you've made some kind of political statement. Exactly. That's what I thought yeah. anyway. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Of course, I right. see it as uh, a challenge or something. I don't know. I just jotted down some things here. Some have ideas or just ideas. Others are. Uh, I wrote down White Lotus, Kirsten Cinema. Um, who was the chief script writer for bitching about Brittany Griner? Mm-hmm. Um, so Scrooge McDuck. Daddy Warbucks and Elon Musk walk into a bar. <laughs> uh, Generation Z goes to Washington and can't get a damn apartment. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mr. Irrelevant, the NFL feel-good story of the year. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about several of these things let's talk about Kristen cinema because that was a huge story that i think broke on friday morning uh it was a politico exclusive in an interview she said she's leaving the democratic party she will now be a registered independent uh, i think she's still going to caucus with the democrats in the uh in the senate correct yeah i th- you know okay it's very simple yeah it, it, it doesn't even we don't have to go for 10 minutes on this okay she knows she can't get reelected in Arizona as a Democrat right. because her ratings among Democrats right. are, you know, are, are lower than um, the fuzz that, that grows on your fruit if you leave it in there for, for you know, four weeks. And then she's got so because people are fed up with her because of all the shit that she did playing the game. Who's worse, her Joe Manchin? We all know that. All right, so she can't get elected. She can't even get the nomination to to serve another term in 2024 as a Democrat. So she she's putting an eye up there with the idea that uh, this gives her the ability to uh, be neither a Democrat or a Republican in name. And because she takes some views that piss everyone off, she will be the Lisa Murkowski of Arizona. Lisa Murkowski, of course, told the Republican Party to fuck off about 10 years ago and did get elected as an independent because she was actually really well liked in Alaska. See, there's a big difference. There's a big difference there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just got elected, I think, uh, again. I don't know whether it was this time or the, the, the time before. So cinemas know Murkowski. Uh, and the nervousness is not over the next two years because I don't think she's going to vote any differently than she would have anyway. And she still wants to be on the committees. and She wants her place on them. And that way she stays with the Democrats. She does a Bernie Sanders. OK, no one's ever doubted that Bernie Sanders is really a, a Democrat, but he's an independent. Same with the guy he's from independent. Maine, right. Angus King, who, by the way, you know, his brand of sirloin steak, the Angus King. Bur- sir- no, that's it's not the best. No, it's <laughs> different. It's not it's not him. It's a that's a breed of cow, breed of beef. So, uh, Sorry. so she's, she's probably going to vote the same way. She'll be just as annoying. And, you know, a, a, a three way race in 2024 in Arizona would simply mean that a Republican would be way more likely to get elected if they they split the vote. It's not going to be Kristen right. Cinema 
it would be the Republican, most likely, whoever that is. And guess who it could be? It could be crazy Carrie Lake. It could be crazy Carrie. If, by it the way, be. she doesn't, well, she doesn't yeah. get that governor gig after her new lawsuit. Right. Which, you know, the the court is about to yeah. march her right into the governor's chambers and have her take the oath of office because the uh, election was clearly stolen from her. Uh, <laughs> And, and the funny thing, there, there's a, there's a great Democrat, a great Democrat in Arizona, in the House, Ruben Gallegos. Yeah. He is oh, yeah. right out of central casting. Oh, he's all over her he ass, He would too. win, he's I think, great. in Arizona like that. He is, he's kind of like Mark Kelly on steroids. He's Mark well, Kelly with a personality. Okay, That's what this he's was. Mark Kelly, who's Latino, okay? Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's and there's maybe one lose. or two Latinos I think in Arizona. There's a couple yeah. of them. And oh. yeah, he he's a he's a military veteran. He went to Harvard, all those kind of things. Well, this was um, I mean that's the, that was the genesis of this this entire thing is that she's like, oh, you fuckers are going to try to primary me when I run. Hey, guess what? A uh, boom! Right. I'm pulling the pin on this grenade. Right, right. So you know th- th- that's as far as it goes, and uh. John At least Catholic outwardly, the de- Democrats don't seem to be all that concerned in the short run. And there's nothing they can do about 2024 oh, right now. There's no. There's been a to... tremendous amount of hand wringing over the past 72 hours over this, and it's really not much. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to do. All right. There's John the Catholic ringing in with his, uh, I thought Angus King kicked ass in ACDC. Oh, yes. He did. Yes. Now, is he the one that he wears the, guy the, short, that wore the shorts? The short pants. The yes, I believe that was him. Okay. Didn't they used to have a stupid thing where they would come to town? When they would come to town, they have a pancake breakfast with the people here when they would come to town. Do you, do you remember this? That was a Rock no. 92 thing, I believe. No. All their dumbass fans would wear the short pants and the stupid hat, and they would go get breakfast over at uh, one of the breakfast places in town or something like that. It was, it was a thing they did, I think. I don't know if they did that everywhere, but I remember them coming here a couple times and doing that. Missed out on that one. Yeah. All right. Uh well, let, let's uh, let, let's stay semi in the neighborhood. This is a story that I think I first saw it Friday morning, and uh, there there are various versions of it. Nothing seems to have changed much uh, since it first uh, appeared, and it reads like this. It's not long, and you may have seen this guy on on your TV. He's a uh, young man from South Florida. His name is Maxwell Alejandro Frost. He's 25. He is the first member of Generation Z. That means you're born after 1998, I think. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the uh, the cut point. You have to be like 20. No, I guess 96 or something. I think 96 makes you a Generation Z. Uh, he'll be the youngest person ever, actually, in Congress. He wins the race down there i think this is the uh, orlando area yeah mm-hmm. uh and first thing you do well you're going to washington you got to get yourself someplace to to stay and you don't want to live in one of those religious fuckface bathhouses like some of those congressmen did what the hell was that all about all those remember that shit a bathhouse whatever they were doing you know just freakazoid i, I think you're talking you're talking about like when chuck schumer shared the department with the apartment with like five guys or something like that and i don't mean I the that's, burger place that's minimum you know the, uh, anyway so he tries, tries to get an apartment and he gets rejected because he has a shitty credit score Mm-hmm. shitty shitty credit score um not only did he not get the apartment but they kept his application fee mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's his tweet. This ain't meant for people who don't already have money. His campaign manager said the rejection served as an indictment of how bad the housing crisis is in our country when a member of Congress can't get approved for an apartment. <clears throat> uh, he ran up debt during the campaign and was actually driving Ubers during the campaign to help cover his living costs back then. But here's the here's the point. Here's and he's 25. I don't expect anybody 25 to know shit about a lot of shit which is a great reason to elect them to Congress. But he is a bright guy. If you've heard him, he's really a smart guy. But sometimes you can be really, really smart about policy and politics, but you haven't lived life yet. So you don't know really about well, this is scores and things. This like is particularly predatory. No, but this is particularly predatory. When he told well, 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 the guy. Let me finish. Don't, no, don't start in yet. Wait, let me finish. Here's what he said. Quote, <clears throat> my new salary will boost my credit score. Alejandro, no, it won't. No. Your credit score has nothing to do with your salary. Well, that's some, I mean, that's some that's cute, bo- that's some cute boomer splaining, but what he said that's to the not guy, that's boomer splaining, bro. That's, bo- that's, that's boomer, that's boomer splaining. What he said to the guy was, I have, I have bad credit. I probably won't get this apartment. The guy goes, yeah, it'd be fine. Go ahead. And he lost the application fee. So this is going on all over the country. They will tell people, I don't give a shit what your credit score is. We can get you in. And then they collect the $50, $100, whatever it is. And it's another revenue producer for these people that are bloodthirsty bastards. This is happening all over America. I'm not questioning that. I'm sure that's absolutely true. I've never lived in a place where I like the landlord once. That's not, I mean, that's not even something that I, I don't think from our generation, that's not something we had to deal with. But, but why? But that still doesn't mean that all these assholes around the country who are taking deposit money from people who they lie to and say the, the problem that the person who got ripped off is never solved by how much money they no, make. That's, that's it's correct. their credit score. We don't, I mean, if you don't understand what a credit score is made of, and by the way, I looked this up just to make sure, 35% of your credit score is your payment history. Mm-hmm. 30% is the amount you owe on your cards. 15% is the length of your credit history. How long have you had credit cards or a, a car loan? 10% is uh, how many new credit um, uh, uh, things you have uh, opened recently, new credit cards, new mortgages, new this. And uh, 10% is the type of credit that you have opened. It has nothing to do with how much money you have. And you know what? That's a really shitty way to decide whether people can get an apartment. Of course, it's also a shitty way to decide whether your car insurance rates should be this or that. My point is, Mr. Frost, who doesn't understand credit scores, not necessarily his fault, is you're right. I agree with you 100 percent. He is part of this bizarre system where we use your grades over here to decide something over here because in a normal world he would have walked in and said i just got elected to congress and i'm about to make one hundred seventy thousand dollars a year so i can afford your 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 three thousand a month apartment easily and the guy would say sure okay no problem right but Mm -hmm. they're looking for an excuse right they're they're always looking for an excuse that's my point they're looking for an excuse to rip a hundred bucks off of you for no reason Oh, sure. I'll give you the okie doke. Yeah, your credit score. We'll make it. It'll make it happen. And then 
it's it's and by the way, the fact that that's unregulated largely that these guys are just able to collect this kind of bullshit, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, we had a guest on many, many years ago, and you were actually on vacation when we were on the radio on WZTK, and this guest had written a, a financial health book. She and her daughter had written this financial health book, and she said the reason and the difference between what is going on, this was like 2005 when, this, when, I, when we had this interview, the difference between what's going on now and it applies to today in 2022 versus what happened in her generation, and she is of my parents' generation, and my generation is you have to be way more sophisticated now than you did 30 years ago, 50 years ago. There are people around every bush trying to rip you off. That guest was named Elizabeth Warren, and she's now a United States senator. And she was 100% correct. You do have to be way more sophisticated because people like this asshole that he applied to have been empowered and unregulated just to grab an extra hundred dollars as they're ripping off the people that are renting from them already from, from unsuspecting folks. And it's, right. it's nonsense and it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we hope he finds a place. I'm sure he'll find a place to live. Sure Next uncle Britt's going to teach you about how some of these people that are ripping people off and ripping off poor people, then mine and farm their shit out to tow companies and get a piece of the revenue that way. Join us on Thursday for that particular lesson. Speaking of unregulated industries, Brad. If you ever had some money you wanted to invest, this tow thing is like one of the biggest ripoffs in the history of the world. I'm just going to tell you, if you're not aware of it, this tow company, the, the tow trucks, the tow industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Largely unregulated. Largely, they can pretty oh, much oh, charge. Yeah. Again, that's yeah, you know, but that that's forever. That's not just now. That's, that's they can new. pretty much charge yeah. whatever they want to. They yeah. can make you pay in cash. They can't. They don't have to accept credit cards, and they go on very, very nicely. Have you recently been towed? No, I have not. No, I talked just, to a lot of people who have, and there ain't much I can like, do for them. Sounds like you got a little bitterness there. <laughs> it's it just it, there are there in the town where you live, Brad. There are trailer parks that house poor people, and they're getting their tar carts towed on the regular by these tow companies, just ripping the fuck out of poor people for basically no reason at all. Just another way to produce some revenue, and there's nothing anybody can do about. It. If you, I, I heard somebody say this one time, and I don't know if this was Elizabeth Warren or who it was. Nobody rewards the winners like America does. Nobody, and nobody punishes the losers like America does. And I truly believe that that's part of this housing thing. All right. Bitching about Brittany. Who's yeah. the chief chief script writer on this? Yeah, we got to do this. We'll get, we'll get to that. Set. Now, first of all, just, just for, uh, uh, just for reference points here. Um, you're probably aware of the fact, I think that Paul Whalen, the guy who's still over there, his brother, this is what happens when you Google Paul Whalen's brother. Here are the stories. Trump administration was not prepared or not interested in wrongful detentions. In other words, Donald Trump didn't give a fuck, didn't say one word about getting Paul Whalen out for the couple years that he was in prison while Trump was the president. I know nothing matters, right? Nothing. <laughs> it matters. doesn't matter. Right. Second, second story. Biden, quote, made the right choice with Brittany Griner swap, says Paul Whalen's brother. That's right. He made the right choice. Um, here's another story. 
Trump did not care about freeing Michigan native Paul Whelan from Russian jail, brother says. I'm reading these in descending order. Uh, of course, Fox News has to lie and, and, and front for Trump on this. And their headline is, Trump says he turned down a deal with Russia to exchange Victor Bout for Paul Whelan. <clears throat> uh, which, of course, you know is a lie, because I'm sure that, that last week, if Joe Biden said, uh, we'll trade one, you know, you only get one, okay? Maybe we'll give you Paul Whelan if you give us the, uh, and, and that wasn't even on the table by then, right? So why were they going to trade it to, to, no. uh, for, for uh, the same guy when Trump was president, but not when Biden's president? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Uh, Paul Whelan's brother calls out Donald Trump's really offensive response to Griner about swap. That is a Fox News story, so that did that did, uh, penetrate through there. It couldn't. Help I did see Fox News covered a uh, Fox Fox News covered her first light workout where she dunked, and they don't know what their future is with the uh, WNBA. That was another Fox News story that I saw. Yeah. Um, here we go. All right, so we'll play a game here. Um, what network, which journalist said, this is about, of course, uh, Paul Whelan. He's yeah. a spy. Therefore, to them, he's a hero. He's a hero, a decorated Marine covered in medals. He only has one, two, no, well, three problems, though. His first problem, <laughs> he's white. Second problem, he's a man. Third problem, he's a heterosexual. This is not something that can be forgiven today. It's just a catastrophe who do you think said that feels like tucker carlson to me well nice try uh that was uh, one of the two people on uh, rt russian television discussing this with another anchor same thing the, right the anchor said yes here griner beats him in every respect and then the first person said american voters were given a choice a hero who suffered while serving his fatherland, a metal-covered hero who suffered during his service to his fatherland. I don't know who they're, Paul Whelan, I'm not sure the, the guy got fucking court-martialed, but put that aside. Uh, or a black lesbian hooked on drugs who suffered for vape with hashish. You're right. You, you went for it 100% yeah. the way yeah. I'm glad you did, because yeah. this one you hadn't seen ahead of time. So... The point is the right wing and Fox News and Republicans and people taking cheap shots at Brittany Griner and trying to relate this idea that, that Biden turned his back on Paul Whelan and has no interest in getting him out. And, you know, they're still trying to come up with another deal to get him out. They're lying and they're taking the Russian point of view. Yeah. And they're, they're trying. And I, I said this the minute I heard it. The goal would be to try to divide America against itself on this. And they would use her ethnicity and the fact she's a basketball player the fact she's black and the fact that she's gay and they would position that i was only right oh about 10 percent of the way it's about 10 times worse than, than what i thought and you know it's a russian talking point it's a russian talking point well they used to be like there was a point in time when fox was a little more subtle about this they would just very anytime a black person was caught on on film on camera like beating somebody up in an ATM or something like that, they would make sure that they ran that a lot, right? I remember one time Patty LaBelle's security person at an airport, like pushed somebody down and they had beautiful footage of it. And I thought, well, this is some great news. I'm glad they're highlighting this because Patty LaBelle's security has been a problem in this country for a long time. Now they just say, 
<laughs> now they just say white people can't get a break. White people are fucked in this country, and especially white men. They just say it out loud. They, the quiet part is said out loud constantly, especially between that uh, 8 and 9 o'clock hour. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering, I haven't looked, but I know you, you've seen it. You may have uh, heard it or uh, seen it if you're listening or what. That uh, for the last two days, and again, this isn't hype, this isn't lie, this is the Associated Press reporting this, that Brittany Griner on that flight back she was animated and she went up and down the plane and talked and thanked every person on that plane that got her out and that so goes against i know the picture that has been painted of her by the haters um uh, if i got uh, 10 years in a russian penal colony i might not be smiling too much either but yeah let's see if that one shows up on fox let's see if that story shows up on fox about her high-fiving people and thanking everybody and all that shit and let me let me tell you why because they're holding back they're waiting for the first time she says anything in answer to a peter Ducey kind of question yeah which would be so are you going to stop kneeling for the national anthem and right. sing it with your hand over your heart and proclaim your love for your country now the one that got you out of russia are you going to tell us you love america now they're waiting for that moment aren't they they're waiting uh, for that moment uh, peter Ducey, fox news uh yes my question is is the Biden administration interested in freeing non-lesbian, non-black, non-female prisoners? That's what, that's what the point is. Apparently, it's just impossible to have two thoughts at the same time, which is, one, you're happy that an American citizen who was really just railroaded. Sure by a bullshit charge, no matter what it was, no matter what she had. It's just bullshit. Um, And at the same time, say, all right, what is our policy on freeing Americans who are being held hostage overseas? We have to talk about this every time it happens. It is important. Um, And in their back pocket, I think the haters and the critics are waiting for the first thing that they can lie about and falsely connect to the freed arms criminal, Victor Bout, where they'll say, oh, my God, here's a bomb that we found in a Ukrainian village, and it has his signature on it. He actually right. signed this he signed one. It. He wanted Love. you to know. They said, Thanks, Biden, for allowing me out so I could cut a deal with uh, some arms dealer, wow. uh, maybe the, the uh, son of Adnan Khashoggi. The greatest arms dealer in the history. Remember that on that's a that's a very specific autograph. He was like the number one arms dealer in the world. They're waiting for that moment so they can pin Ukrainian civilian deaths directly on Joe Biden's decision to, in effect, rearm the the uh, Russian. But apparently, they've been unable to do anything. They've been crippled not by the fact that we've laid sanctions on them not by the fact that the the russian economy is in shambles not by the fact that 
they apparently have used up a lot of their weaponry. They're, they're, they're going back to shit that they got from Ukraine 30 years ago when the Ukrainians gave up their nuclear weapons and some, some delivery systems. They're now using that. Um, that has nothing to do with It's only going to be about the signature uh, rocket that Victor Bout, newly released, within hours, was already signing autographs on uh, weaponry in Russia to attack Ukraine, which will be laid on Joe Biden's. If you think that the Afghanistan fiasco was 100% Joe Biden's fault, and I know you do, this will be worse. I believe that's what's going on here. Well, a couple You don't of know things. it yet, but it's going to happen. A couple, a couple of things. First of all, am I thrilled that an arms dealer, uh, an arms merchant is headed back? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, thrilled of about course that. you are. Every Democrat, every liberal <laughs> in this country loves that. It's a it's, great uh, idea. It does need to be more? said. We can just set them free. Why do we even have to get anybody it, for them? You know? It does need Why to do- be said. It does need to be said that he served 80 percent of his of his sentence. Right. 80 percent of his sentence. Do you know in the well, town? I, you know what? I think it was a 25 year sentence. Ah, so it was like half or a third. Okay. Yeah. Well, about you have, I, I'm just going to stick with my original yeah. thesis, which is you got people in the town where you live that are committing violent crimes that don't serve at least as much of that sentence as they do. But he got some of it. And that's fine. Also, this Whelan guy, I think we all know, was not exactly, oh, shall we say, Davy Crockett or Sergeant York. I believe the, the record has shown that he's not a great guy. I'm not saying that he deserves to be in prison. You know what? I'm not saying I, we're not going to try to bring him home. No, no. I, and I wouldn't even use I wouldn't even use anything about his resume right now to put him in any kind of a category that doesn't deserve 100 percent effort by our government, you know, uh, it, that's that becomes a Russian talking point. Yeah, but at the same time, he uh, and did they little, lie about it. They turn yeah, he it did, into he, he the did guy a, who who uh, saved us in World War Two kind of thing. Yeah, he did a little more than carry around an ounce of hashish oil. I think it was it was a little bit more than that. I think there was, and also you know, there's a lot of stuff going on there. And yes, uh, Trump didn't seem to care about him until last week. That is correct. Donald Trump didn't give a shit about this guy until about Wednesday or Thursday of last week. And you see that that's the money shot right there. That's the point. Okay. Uh, You know, that's the guy that was willing to pardon Steve Bannon, Paul Mann, all these other people. That's important to him. Right. But but this was never any kind of a uh, priority in spite of the great humanitarian that we all know that uh, Donald Donald Trump is. All right. Um, so Scrooge McDuck, Daddy Warbucks, and Elon Musk uh, walk into a bar. Now, I don't know whether I should talk about this. I guess I won't. I won't bring it up. I won't oh, bring up this... personal discussions with people who. Okay, that's fine. All right. I do know that uh, Dave Chappelle is trying to turn into the black Joe Rogan. He invited Elon Musk on stage at a comedy gig in which he was uh, booed roundly. Now, Elon Musk is uh, disputing the idea that there were a lot of uh, boos there, Brad. He said it was 90% cheers. Okay. We're not even going to discuss the percentage of booze versus cheers. And that's, <laughs> how, that's how he wiggles out of that. Yeah, what, what the fuck is up with Dave Chappelle all of a sudden? What, well, is, what is yeah, that? D- 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 again, Dave Chappelle is kind of a, uh, you know, he's kind of a, a rocket that you can't control. And I like Dave Chappelle a lot. I think his judgment here is just horrible. 
to start to associate himself with Elon Musk and start to hold him up and, and bring him out on stage while I went to see Dave Chappelle do comedy and I get Elon Musk. And when you're introduced as the richest man in the world, which I don't even think he is right now, I think he's number two or number three, but it doesn't matter. Um, what, what would you expect? And would you expect that to be an applause line, Britt? And they're in San Francisco. Yeah. This guy's is as popular in San Francisco as Trump is in New York. Get out of my face with this shit. Right. Of right. course, he, he's firing people left and right. He's being a huge dick. Nobody in San Francisco likes that guy. And then all of a sudden, you're telling the crowd to shut the fuck up with their booze? I understand that, like, uh, and, and I find Dave Chappelle to be one of the funniest guys for many, many years. Uh, he I tried to bail him out. Funny. He tried to. And, and it's ridiculous. This is a, uh, a rare moment, and I don't recall this ever happening. And I've looked at the the tape of this, the video of this that somebody illegally made. Uh, and Elon Musk basically is frozen. Yeah, he doesn't know. He can't do. speak. Well, he He's wasn't expecting to say. He, he, he wasn't expecting that reaction. Oh, how, no. Oh, well, then that's okay. Uh, here's what it says. The crowd, this is from Gizmodo. Uh, the crowd erupted into a mixture of cheers and boos before the boos clearly won out, according to the footage. And I'm not going to play the audio or anything because, you know, it's taken by a guy in the audience. And you know yeah. how bad that always it's sounds. bad. The booing got louder as Elon Musk wandered around on stage with a mic. He started pacing and waving, clearly unsure what to do about such a negative reaction. So Dave Chappelle starts talking. He says, cheers and booze, I see, Elon. And Musk just said, hey, Dave. Uh, the crowd car started to boo again. Chappelle comes back. It sounds like some of the people you fired are in the audience. Um, Chappelle continues. All these people who are booing, and I'm just pointing out the obvious, you people have terrible seats. <laughs> he's, he's trying. He's trying. Phones were not allowed, of course, so you know, that's why the, the, uh, the video is, uh, is terrible. So Chappelle tries to joke to Elon Musk, your whole business model is to fuck Earth. I'm leaving anyway. What kind of pussy do they have up there? That's what we'll be doing, says Dave Chappelle. And then he made some titty bar jokes. Musk says, thanks for having me up on stage. They keep booing. And then Dave Chappelle says, the first comedy club on Mars. And Musk stands by awkwardly and says, yeah, okay. <laughs> Clearly the highlight of Dave Chappelle's career. Right. And, and by the way, this is the uh, all-time example and the reason why, uh, for instance, if you go on a late-night show, you come prepared. You have some material. Something. And Elon Musk is so egoed out on himself. He just thinks his mere presence is enough to... I don't know, elicit laughs that something will come to mind that will be of interest to people who came to see Dave Chappelle. I mean, it's so fucked up. It's so pathologically weird that, uh, well, let's, uh, let's see how the markets are, are treating Tesla stock right now. Yeah, uh, lost it, lost oh, it's only down to another 6% today. That's because it was the bad comedy. Okay. 
it's well, down oh, 11 bucks to 100, 168 dollars. Well, there may be a narrative being shaped that the uh, CEO is uh, not quite as bright as we thought he was. And that perhaps well, his attention is on this other little plaything that he's fucking around with all day. Well, it's not a question of, you know, is he smart? Is he bright? It, you oh, know, there I are different so. kinds of intelligence. No, he doesn't so. have emotional intelligence. No, he doesn't. And he, he doesn't have um, good social sense. He's trolling people on Twitter all fucking day. Yeah. Not even, I would say like a 14-year-old, but no, like a 14-year-old in 2016. The, it, 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 that's not what CEOs that run companies do, Brad. They just don't. You don't see the guy at Verizon going, hey, check this out. I'm going to call this bitch a uh, Trump sucker. And it, it, it doesn't do that on Twitter. I mean, that doesn't, this doesn't happen. And you don't see the guy over Coca-Cola going, hey, I'm going to call this guy a libtard. What's this shit? It, it just doesn't happen. I'm sorry. And there is a cult of personality wherein Tesla, before Twitter, was built up in his personality. It was him. Elon is Tesla. Tesla is Elon. And that is a problem. Right. Well, see, everybody thinks of this generation of business leaders that they are the next Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. And they think that because Steve Jobs didn't wear a suit and because right. he was fired and then he came back years later and he imposed his will on, on people and worked them hard, that somehow they're being Steve Jobs in their own way. And the answer, of course, is, is always there's usually the original and everybody else is just, just, just trying to copy. And uh, I think that, and by the way, Steve, I don't ever recall, you know, Steve Jobs publicly calling out um, the workers at Apple uh, as being lazy pieces of shit and Steve it's just not the same. <laughs> it's not. It's it's and just it's, not the same. As much as Apple for a while was kind of wrapped up in his personality, they had a pretty good succession plan. Like for when he wasn't going to be there, there were some. There was a, a good. There was a good Scotty Pippen to the Michael Jordan there. Yes. <laughs> this this guy is it, and he continues to he dings his personal brand every day. Uh, he called them. Oh, the COVID, uh, the branch Covidians today. That was another great tweet that he put out. The branch Covidians are pissed off today. The guy at Home Depot doesn't do this shit, Brad. I'm sorry, but this, this is not what a CEO does. It's fun. It's cute. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday, his uh, two-word tweet was prosecute slash Fauci. Okay. Yeah, it was but great. This is this is the problem here. My pronouns are. Pro he really, my, he really my, thinks he thinks he's in charge. Yes, and has the ability to now be the uh, chief prosecutor of the United States of America, uh, that he is the uh, decider here. And by uh, rolling out all of these uh, documents about what went on at Twitter several years ago during the campaign and, and how they've uh, decided who and who doesn't get on the platform and what gets censored and what doesn't, he, he's trying to play God here. He's going full-time. God got booed yesterday yeah, on yeah. stage with the, with dave Chappelle, god doesn't like being booed god doesn't, well he said my pronouns are prosecute fauci so in addition to the fauci slam he also got another great shot against the transgender community way to punch down asshole i mean he's a billionaire he's a white guy and he's punching down on twitter in front of like several million people 
How much of a can you be a bigger dick than this? But I do want to address the Dave Chappelle problem with this about contrarian the he's contrarianing the fuck out of himself. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if he'd be like, yeah, y'all be mad. Like 30 years ago, y'all be mad at Timothy McVeigh. Let me tell you why Timothy McVeigh was right. What? What is? What the fuck is this? I mean, seriously, this shit is getting out of hand with him as to I'm going to take everything that you guys think sucks. And I'm going to tell you why you're wrong about it. It's bullshit. He's, he's killing himself. And the more he associates himself with idiots like this guy, he's becoming the black Joe Rogan. He doesn't even know it. It's ridiculous the shit that he's pulling right now in the name of nothing. Joe Rogan, believe I'm saying this. You're defending Joe Joe Rogan. Rogan Has a better sense, a better sense of propriety, snap, than than Elon Musk has. And and, and by the way, Joe Rogan does not have, you know, the uh, the kind of money that that um, that we know of. Well, I think Spotify paid him a couple dollars. I think they actually yeah. ended up paying yeah. him a dollar or two. Uh, but not not that much. Oy. Oy. Uh, what have we left on the table here? Oh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant, the uh, NFL feel-good story of the year. Britt, when I saw the Mr. Irrelevant headline, I thought they were talking about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. But I... I I guess I was wrong. No, the the wrong. Raiders defense makes you relevant. Mr. Irrelevant for many years was, uh, for people who don't know, was the last pick in the NFL draft. That person many years ago was dubbed Mr. Irrelevant by, I, I can't remember the group, but we I interviewed one of the Mr. Irrelevants one year who was kind of pissed off at it at the beginning, but they used to have a cool like ceremony for them, I think with the San Diego Chamber of Commerce or something, and they would get to meet like cool like athletes and stuff. So the guy like really warmed up to it. Uh-huh. So the the Mr. Irrelevant uh this time around is the uh the guy that beat him Tom Brady uh yesterday, the San Francisco 49ers quarterback. Uh what's this guy? Brock Purdy. Name? Yeah. Brock Purdy is the gentleman's name who was Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. And ended up beating the greatest quarterback of all time in some people's estimation. There's another Brady story. Brady does what he swore he'd never do again. Get married? He signed He signed the football for a guy on the 49ers, Dree Greenlaw, who, who intercepted a Tom Brady pass. Well. After the game, Greenlaw goes up to Tom Brady and asked him to sign the ball. He says, you're the greatest ever. I've been watching you since I was two. Brady said, get the fuck out of here. I'm Tom fucking. No, he didn't do that. He, well, yeah. Because forty years Tom from now, Brady guys, lodged and signed the ball, and you can. Because uh, forty years from now, that guy's trying to tell his grandkids, "I intercept." And they're like, "Oh, shut up, Grandpa! You're so stupid. You don't know what you're." No, it's right here. Here's the ball. You got to show him. You got to have some evidence of it. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Tom Brady, very careful about not wanting to be the Elon Musk of football. <laughs> That's all I can say. They tried to, you know, they tried to pull him into politics a couple of times, and then he eventually, when he when he went up to the White House after they won the Super Bowl. And uh, he's riffing on Trump. He was remember he was he was making jokes about Trump right in front of Biden. It was great. <laughs> it worked out perfectly. Yeah. Um, we're about forty five minutes in here, Britt. Have you uh, responded to your invitation to uh, get in the contest to win a dinner no. at Mar-a-Lago with, no. with Trump? Have you responded no. to that while we're on? 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Dave Chappelle and, and my special guest Hillary Clinton with me. No, I I have not, and I won't respond. By the way, you spoke of uh, Ukraine, and we talked about uh, some of that stuff earlier. The David Letterman special with uh, where he interviews Vladimir Zelensky is uh, dropped on Netflix, and I I saw it. It's pretty good. It's something I would definitely recommend. I don't know if you're going to learn a lot of new stuff, but he he puts the Letterman spin on it. The post late show post comedy. I mean, there's not a lot of fun stuff in there, but David, David Letterman tries to have a little fun with him. And it's really kind of a, it's very touching and it's a pretty cool moment. Mm. Not as good as Harry and uh, Harry and Megan, the Harry and Megan special is really what you should go for first. I'm I'm so proud. I have so aggressively not (laughs) taken the bite. On, I'm, so a, I'm so not interested in them. I'm really not. You're gonna. I'm gonna. Really. I'm gonna say something that's gonna blow your mind. It's. It's actually not bad. It's I, really fine. not that bad. Great, <laughs> Brit. I'm gonna put this in that. You know my category. Only got so many hours left on Earth. No, got to decide. You have plenty got of time to decide. You have plenty of time, and you can't fill the hours in the day. So wolf this down your throat. Nope. Like you nope. should. <laughs> No, no, I insist that you shove this down your throat and then start streaming from season one of Yellowstone. You and the missus get on that Uh, couch tonight. No, 